Hey everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you market and grow your business so simply that it makes your competitors say, why didn't we think of that? I'm your host, Sam Moss, and I can't wait to see you be the leader of your industry. Hey friends, and welcome back to Small Business Made Simple. It is good to be back. I hope you're enjoying your summer. I don't know if you have any kids that might be in school that have maybe just gotten out. Uh, here in New York, they'll be in school for a couple more weeks. They go really late into the summer. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. Um, but I hope you're having a good start to your summer. And uh, again, it's good to have you on the podcast. I really appreciate you listening. This week, we're going to talk about something that we could be doing better here at OneClick. Just being honest, um, we don't do a great job at getting customer reviews. Is it something we're working toward? And is it something we're working on? Absolutely. But just between me and you, it's not something we are amazing at doing and we should be doing it better. And this episode will kind of kick me in the butt and uh, really just look, make me look at our business and say, yeah, you should probably be doing this too and implement some of these things yourself. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. So I will get as much out of this podcast, hopefully, as you are. So let's jump right in and start now. All right. The first thing uh, to, to get a good customer review, the first thing you can do is just have good customer service. Okay. We're, we're laying a foundation here and you might say, wow, okay, we're going to start with customer service. Reassess, kind of take some points and analyze your business and say, okay, well, you know what? I didn't really think we needed to implement anything under customer service, but here's a good idea. So here is a list of great ways that you can have customer service. The first one is just be nice. Just be nice. I, I heard, I forget what, oh, someone I know actually wanted um, some seamless gutters and they called three companies. The first one didn't call them back. The second one um, actually was a jerk when they came out to give them the quote. And the third one was absolutely phenomenal. And I mean, I think you can guess which company they went with. And I, it just kind of opened my eyes to just be like, wow, there really are people out there that are just kind of rude. And it's too bad. I don't understand why someone in business just isn't nice. So tip of the day, be a nice guy, be a nice gal. Um, it can really help your business. And uh, maybe ask someone how nice you are to your customers. I'm sure you all are wonderful. Um, just something to think about. The next thing is do what you say you're going to do. My family, uh, we renovated our house down in Pennsylvania where we used to live. And it was really tough to get contractors up onto like the mountain that we lived. We lived out in the boonies. And uh, once we actually did get a contractor, unfortunately, um, a number of times we just got contractors that were awful. And I feel like this is kind of the norm for that niche. And don't get me wrong, I actually know a number of contractors that are phenomenal at what they do. So don't think that all contractors never do what they say they're going to do. But sometimes that can happen. Like we actually were renovating the basement and uh, the, the we had to re read this contract something like it was so bad. The the stuff that was getting done down there, we were just like, are you serious? Like, this was not even supposed to be a doorway. And then, you know, and then they just leave and you don't even hear about them again. And then we've had friends renovate a house and 
you know, the house was literally twisted 180 degrees where the front door was facing like where their backyard should be. And the contractors totally messed up the whole house. And obviously they didn't say what they're going to do. And that's just obviously a very, very, um, drastic example. Uh, but as a business owner, you need to do what you say you're going to do, especially if it's in a contract. Um, and really it just helps you with that customer service. The next thing is you want to do whatever you can to fix or resolve uh, an issue that your customer might be having, um, with your product or service. Now you want to do this to an extent. And I've heard that, you know, the customer is always right and you need to do whatever you can to make their day better. You know, that's great, but you might waste your life doing that. So be careful because there are some really needy customers out there that just try to take advantage of you, unfortunately, and um, really use some discernment with this, but do it to an extent. And if it's a problem that you can fix, that kind of is your fault, then go ahead and do it. And that just really speaks about your brand. The next thing is you need to be a clear communicator. And this goes back to, you know, doing what you say you're going to do and being nice and talking, you know, when you're talking to them, just being a clear communicator just reassures uh, that your customer and that way they also know exactly what they're going to be getting and you're not going to be stumbling over your words and, you know, saying the wrong stuff and then they come back and they're, well, you said, just be a clear communicator, talk slowly, don't talk um, crazy, like in depth in your niche because you know, I don't know if you were listening to any of the past podcasts, you don't want to overwhelm your customers. Um, and talking clearly really helps them, you know, be at ease and know, okay, well, this is going to be a good company. They have great customer service. They actually talk uh, not like a no at all. So that's a great way uh, to also have good customer service. The next thing is know your product inside and out. This is a big one. Uh, here at OneClick, we used to offer a number of products and different things. And lately we've actually really narrowed it down to, well, we sell websites. Um, and that's exactly what we focus on. And before we saw, we sold a number of things and we offered them. And I was a little overwhelmed trying to figure out, well, what does this do? And how does this help someone? And when people would ask, well, Hey, what do you do uh, for social media? And well, I know we have a social media posting software. I don't really know what it does. And I would try to explain it to these people. And I probably came across as looking like, wow, this guy knows nothing about he, what he does. And the reason was, is because we had so many things we were offering. So lately we've really honed in on, you know, our offering. And like I said, we literally sell just websites and that has really helped me know our product inside and out because all I have to focus on is one thing. I know that a lot of businesses have a number of different things, but maybe you can say, you know what, we really haven't done this in a while and it's just confusing myself and maybe our employees and it kind of is like this product but not really and they have to spend all this time learning it you can just narrow it down and it really helps you and your employees um, know that product inside and out and if you already have one and people still don't really know you know your staff doesn't really know how to talk about it then make them understand it you know help help them learn it give them the resources they need so they can talk about it um you know, every single question they can answer because there's nothing more unprofessional than offering something and they, you know, a customer comes with a question and they're like, well, uh, I think, yeah, it does. yeah, I think so. And I guess I can ask, but have yourself and make sure your employees know how to talk about what you offer. Another way that you can have great customer service is owning up to a mistake 
that you have made. Don't try to get out of it. Don't try to shift the blame. Just take it and say, look, I'm so sorry. This is 100% our fault and we will do everything to make it right. And uh, a great book that I just finished listening to is called Extreme Ownership. It's actually about a Navy SEAL, uh, a couple of Navy SEALs, and they really talk about the principles of extreme ownership on the battlefield and how to implement it in business. And I'll put that uh, in the show notes for you. That's a great book. Um, I actually listened to it on the Apple, iTunes, or whatever, uh, Audible. And uh, great listen, great book. The last way to have uh, good customer service is actually just listen to their concerns. A lot of time, a cus- a lot of times, a customer will come to you and just be like, "Hey, like I'm kind of concerned about this. This is the experience I had," and either they're blown off or never listened to, or just kind of like, you know, shoved off to the side and said it was it would be taken care of, and then never was. They just want to be listened to, even if they don't want something fixed. Um, a lot of times, someone actually will leave a terrible review. A customer will just because they want to be heard because they don't actually feel like the owner or the employees or people that work in the business have even listened to the problem that they had. So they feel like they need to vent on social media or Google uh, so that hopefully someone's going to see what they're trying to say. And if you really take the time to listen to your customer's concerns um, and, and you're calm and respectful while doing so, that's a tough one, especially for me, um, then you might avoid a negative review. So again, customers are looking to just vent uh, when they're writing a bad review. So a good way to avoid that is just listen. The next way to get a great customer review is by building a customer experience. And this might sound a little bit like, um, you know, having great customer service, but this is actually taking it a step further. And I learned a ton of content from the book, Never Lose a Customer Again, and this is by Joey Coleman. I'll put this again in the show notes. And what I do actually, just to tell you a little bit about how I listen to an audiobook, I listen to an audiobook maybe two or three times. I've listened to some four or five times, to be honest, and I get something new every time. But I'll listen to the book completely through. I don't take any notes and I just like collect all the content possible. And then I actually go through the book and I just dissect it. I'll listen to chapter by chapter and just take extreme like mad notes on the book that I just listened to. And I'll do that a couple of times. And that's what I did with this book. And I would highly recommend listening to it. It's all about creating a customer experience and going above and beyond just having great customer service. And I'll take a couple of points from um, this book and really show you what I mean by a customer experience. So the first thing is you want to go out of your way to honor your customer and make them feel important. Now, this doesn't mean, you know, going out and doing everything they ask and, you know, the customer is always right and you have to do everything and you're at their beckoning call. Just go out of your way to make them feel important and just honor those customers. It will go a long way. The next thing is go out of your way to make your customer's life easier. One of the things that we are implementing here at OneClick is an intake form system for our websites. Now, if you've ever had a website designed by us, um, one of the ways we've communicated with our customers is we will email back and forth and say, hey, can you send over that logo? Or, hey, we never got those pictures for your About Us page. And it just, you know, kind of gets confusing and there it feels like a ton of emails are going back and forth. And one of the things that we're actually, I'm working on it right now and for implementing is an intake form. So we're going to have all the questions that we have 
pertaining to someone uh, or a business owner's website. So they can go on to like a Google form, fill out their contact information, fill out, uh, upload their logo, upload pictures, upload any content they want on the website. It's easily spelled out, easy for them to follow, and they can probably get it done in about 15 to 20 minutes. That's the goal. And then we don't have to email them a hundred times without within the process of designing a website. So if you, if there's some way that you can make your customer's life easier to do business with you, go ahead and do it. That's all part of creating a customer experience. The next thing is make the experience with your business amazing from start to finish. You need to get really creative. There's a baseball team down in, I believe it's Savannah, Georgia. And the, the team's name is Savannah Bananas. And I've heard numerous things about this company from different books. And uh, Joey Coleman does write about them in his book. This company was actually $2 million in debt. And they're, uh, it's a minor league baseball team. And it's like the short season baseball. So it's not even like double A AA or triple A. It's not even single A. It's very, very small. Not many people go to these games. And a couple million dollars in debt. And they decided that they were going to revamp everything that they did with their company. And uh, they just implemented a, a, an incredible customer experience. So one of the things they do is they actually give away free food at the games. It's 100% free. So they want to be really family friendly, um, family oriented, just super inviting. And they say, hey, look, here's a ticket. Food's on us every single game. They even have their baseball players in between innings. They learned like these choreographed dances. And uh, they'll just dance out on the field and do like these crazy dances between the innings. And then they also do like these this granny beauty pageant and they have bananas prepared every single way imaginable. They do tons of things and they're super creative. And they went from having no one come to these single, or not even single, these minor league baseball games out in, the, out in Savannah to now they have a, like, I think it's like a 4,500 seat um, stadium that is sold out I believe two years out. So if you tried to go to a Savannah Banana game, you cannot actually get in for one to two years. There's no tickets available. It's incredible. And it's all because they created a customer experience that people talk about and it's amazing from start to finish. Now moving on to another idea that you can have a great customer experience is get caller ID on your phone uh, for your business. Now we do this here at OneClick and if you ever called us and we have your number in our system, I always, and it's either myself or Todd or anyone else here in the office, we actually answer the phone by name of the customer. So we'll say, hey, John, how's it going? Um, because we know, we can see, we have caller ID and they can answer me. Wow, you knew you knew it was me. So we always um, have been doing that for, you know, maybe six, seven months. And I think it has worked pretty awesome. And it just really expands that customer experience and makes them feel like part of a family and that we actually know and care about them. And caller ID is not hard at all. Even if you answer your phone with like an iPhone, just type in their contact information. So if they call again, you always know the name and you can answer them by name. They don't have to tell you, hey, this is John from a lawn care specialist, Albany, whatever. You know what I mean? Having good customer service and a great customer experience will organically get you great customer reviews. Now, the third way that you can get a great customer review is just ask for one. You can send a follow-up email uh, or a personal phone call from you or one of your team just saying, hey, 
Uh, can you give a, leave us a review? Did you have a good experience? Um, in the email or phone call, you can actually ask about their experience. Before you ever say, hey, can you leave us a review? Because maybe they had a bad experience. Hopefully they didn't. Um, but this goes back to listening to your customers. Now, if it was a good experience that your customer had, then say, hey, well, would you leave us a review? Is that something you'd be willing to do? And then nine times out of 10, they'll be like, oh yeah, absolutely. That would, that'd be great. How do I do it? Now, if it was a bad experience, uh, you know, take their concerns, assure them that you're going to resolve them um, and address the issue with your staff or employees or whatever it, whatever it is. And then maybe after you resolve the issue, circle back and then ask for a review. I, I wouldn't ask for a review right after they say all the bad stuff that just happened. Um, but it, it is something that you can circle back to. A couple tips is you don't want to bribe your customers at your physical location to give you a customer review. Like, hey, for five bucks, uh, $5 off your next visit, we'll, if you leave us a review, we'll give you this coupon. Google knows, they know exactly what you're doing. And uh, they'll actually take down your reviews if they figure out that you're doing that. Um, so be really careful. Don't ask for reviews at your physical location. Um, I don't know how, but it's Google and Google knows all. A little scary, but somehow they know and they'll take down the review. So be careful about that. Um, make sure it's out of your location somewhere if you do ask them. The next thing is you don't actually want to ask for too many reviews at once. And what I mean by this is like a, la a mass email that you send out to your whole email list saying, hey, if you had a great experience with us, would you leave us a review? Um, you might get 50 reviews, which would be awesome, but Google's gonna look at that and say, whoa, 50 reviews within a two-day period? Yeah, that something is going on here and we're going to take them all down. I've actually heard of that happening. Um, someone sending out a mass email and got a, gr a bunch of wonderful reviews and uh, Google took them all down. So be careful about that one. If you're going to send emails out to your customers, you know, kind of trickle them out, a few here, a few there, as you work your way through your list. Now, I just want to take a couple minutes and tell you about a free resource that we offer here at One Click Agency. If you are spending time and money sending people to your website every single day, so if you're using SEO, social media, Google AdWords, word of mouth, and you know that traffic is going to your website, but your website never gets a sale or even foot traffic to your business, or even maybe a phone call, you're not getting any of those things, then you need to download our free PDF. It's packed with great tips uh, that you'll have no problem implementing today on your website. It's called Five Mistakes You Could Be Making on Your Website. And like I said, it's a totally free PDF. The changes that we talk about in there, they're either extremely cheap to implement or just all out completely free. It takes about 10 minutes to read and it has five really valuable ideas that you can implement on your website in really no time at all. You can download this at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And that is all spelled out. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And if you want to get that PDF, you can either visit there or I'll put the, uh, the link in the show notes where you can go back and download it there. So be sure to check that out and uh, hopefully it really helps your business. And the next way, number four for getting a great customer review is actually how to craft a perfect customer review. Yes, there is a way. And uh, the reason is because you don't want your to just let your customers go write a review for your business and post it. 
that just kind of makes me cringe and scares me just to think about it. And sometimes you can't help it and that's okay. And you know, nine times out of 10, it turns out to be an okay review, just worded a little weird. But if you can help it, you want to help them craft a perfect customer review. And we're gonna go through how to do that. So if they have had a good experience with your business, so you've listened to them, they've said, yeah, I've had a great experience, I would love to leave a review for you, then ask these questions uh, to piece together the perfect customer review. And you can copy these, and I'll actually link these in the show notes, these exact questions. And you can, you can send them out as an email um, or ask them over the phone, whatever you want. You have my permission to take these questions um, and use them exactly uh, the way they are or kind of tweak them. So the first question is, and you're going to ask your customer this, is what was the problem you were having before you discovered our product or service? Now, for example, the customer can come back and say, well, my lawn was getting overgrown. You want short answers, by the way. So if you can encourage your customers to say, you know, a sentence or even less, um, that's the best way for a review because you want these reviews to be short and to the point. The next question you're going to put in your email or ask over the phone is, what did the frustration feel like as you tried to solve the problem uh, yourself? So the customer can come back and say, well, I hated wasting two hours of my Saturday mowing my lawn all on my own. Okay, cool. The next question is, what was different about our product or service? And hopefully they're going to write back and say something like, well, you guys were affordable and you were great to work with. Okay, write it down. The next thing is, uh, this question says, take us to the moment when you realized our product was actually working to solve your problem. And they can come back to you and say, well, after a long day of work, I really realized that uh, you guys solved the issue. I came back and my lawn was amazing and I had been at work all day and came back and didn't have to do a thing. And lastly, the final question you can ask is, tell us what your life looks like now that your problem is solved or is in the process of being solved. And they can come back and say, I have a lawn that I am proud of without having to mow it myself. Now what you need to do is piece those answers together. And the way that we uh, worded those questions for your customer, it actually will form those responses into a couple of sentences and form a great customer review. So this is what I tweaked out of what I just wrote down. So this is the customer review. My lawn was getting overgrown and I hated wasting two hours on a Saturday to mow it myself. Make your neighbor, uh, make your neighbor jealous lawn care company, I know it's a long name, but it's just an example, is affordable and great to work with. After a long day at work, I came home and realized I now have a lawn I'm proud of without having to mow it myself. So that is the perfect customer review. And isn't that a lot better than saying something like, and this is something that we've literally had on Google where I've seen before, yeah, make yourself, uh, make your neighbor jealous. Lawn Care is a great company. Stu is a great guy. Highly recommend. Which customer review do you think would be better featured on Google or Facebook? And hopefully you say answer one because that is the correct answer. Uh, definitely goes more in depth, tells the problem you solve, tells the, what the customer's life is going to look like, and it sounds way better than just like, yeah, Stu is a great guy, highly recommend him. Use these answers to write a short, meaningful review in the customer's words. And keyword there is in the customer's words, so use what they gave you. 
And then after it's all done, you can actually go back to them and say, hey, this is a customer review that we, we you know, we crafted using your words. Can, can you post it online or can we post it on our website? And they, you know, nine times out of 10, I've actually done this and I've never had someone say no. They've been more than happy to let us use the review and post it. And it turned out being an amazing review. You want to get that um, review down to a, a punchy one or two sentence paragraph. So you want it to be very short, easy to read. And again, if it's too long, no one will actually read the review. Even though it's great stuff and it's a wonderful review, the shorter, the better. So everyone reads it. You can actually even, the one I just wrote uh, above the, the example review, I can even condense that even further and just leave the last part. So I can even say this. After a long day at work, I came home and realized I now have a lawn I am proud of without having to mow it myself. That alone can be a great review. And um, it really depends on how comfortable you are with a huge review, how much is already written on the review. That part alone could make an incredible review. Um, and all I did was take the very last part. Lastly, where should you be posting your customer reviews? So you already have great customer service, you've created a customer experience, you've already asked for a review, you've already crafted a perfect review, now where should your customers post it? The first place is Facebook. So I'm gonna name the top four, at least in our area. It's Facebook, Google, Yelp, and Yahoo. Those are the four top places that you can get a review and that really stick out and that have the most firepower behind them. Now, you really should check your area and see which of those are, are most used. It kind of varies and you should do some research. Um, if Facebook is never used where you are, which would be kind of rare actually, and no one even goes on there for um, advice or reviews, then don't use it and don't waste your time trying to get on it. If no one's using it, then there's no point in being there. Go where your customers are already looking for reviews. So look at maybe a competitor. So for example, in our area, Facebook is huge and there would be no reason to try and get a review on there. Um, so again, do your research, see where your competitors already have a bunch of reviews. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Um, look in those places and do your market research. The next thing is you kind of want to get a balance of reviews on different platforms. So let's say, um, for example, where we are Facebook, and Google are huge. Those are the two main search engines that people use when looking for a business, at least here in upstate New York. So I wouldn't want 100 reviews on Google and five on Facebook. You want a balance. So if you notice that, hey, Google has, like I said, 100 reviews and Facebook has five, a good thing to do might be to ask your customers to start leaving them on Facebook more often than they are on Google. And they can definitely leave, definitely leave them on Google, but Facebook is now your priority to start getting that built up, just so there's a balance of reviews throughout the different platforms. The last place is you can actually post and you know copy a review to your website. So one of these handcrafted reviews, just put it right on your website. And uh, you don't want more than three reviews on your website. If you listen back to pod, uh, past episodes, the what to put on the homepage of your website series, we go through where to put reviews and how many, and we discuss that you don't want more than three. So if you want to know why, definitely go back and listen to the, the four-part series, what to put on the homepage of your website, and you want these reviews to be three of your very best ones. No more than three, all right? To recap, you want 
good customer service. So how are we going to get a great customer review? Good customer service. Number two is you're going to create a great customer experience. And number three is you want to just ask for a review. It's not hard, just do it. People love giving them and they probably will for your business as well. Number four is we talk about how to craft uh, a perfect customer review all by yourself using your customer's words, just so they're not on the internet posting something that you don't know. And number five is uh, we ask them to post uh, online or to your website. So those, those are the five steps to getting great customer reviews out on the internet about your business. I hope it helped. And uh, yeah, until next week, I really appreciate you guys listening. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I would appreciate you doing so. Um, and if you want to leave us a review, it really helps get the word out. And also, if you subscribe, you'll get uh, your new episode downloaded every single week um, in iTunes or Google Google Play, whatever wherever you're listening to, um, you'll get a new episode every week. So make sure you subscribe. And again, I would love it if you leave a review to help get the word out. And if you're thinking to yourself, man, you know, that was a great uh, podcast on customer reviews. I would love to learn about uh, social media or more about websites, then shoot me a message and I would love to do a topic or a podcast on that topic. Um, I might even get a guest on the show that knows more about it than I do. And that's actually what we're going to do pretty soon here with social media. So that's a little, uh, a little hint on what's coming down the, down the pipe. You can find me on LinkedIn. Just search Sam Moss five, uh, just Sam Moss Elmira, New York. And Sam Moss 5 is actually my Instagram. So if you want to find me on Instagram, it's at Sam Moss 5. And I'll drop those links in the show notes for you. And I would love it if you reached out. Tell me what you loved about the podcast, what we could do better. And uh, you guys always give great advice. Next week, we're going to be talking about some the things you should never put on the homepage of your website. Some big no-nos when it comes to your website. So make sure you're listening next week. And if you're subscribed, guess what? It's going to come automatically into your library. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast. Remember, our goal is we want your competitors to see your awesome customer reviews and say, wow, why didn't we think of that?